Hello, everyone, and welcome to Inside the Booth. Week 12 is in the books. We're heading into week 13. We're at the tail end of the season. We're a man down. I know we've been a little shoddy this season, but it's okay. We're, get, we're getting the hang of it. Uh, Lester's not with us today. It's James Brody and yours truly, Wes Booth. You know, it was a crazy week. If you didn't have Julio Jones... You probably just hated Sunday. There was some big, you know, big. It was uh, it was a big games week. for sure, and, and some and big some, plays and some big players. It seemed like all the big wide receivers came out to play. Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, Keenan Allen. Uh, yeah, Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson all had, had monstrous game. days in fantasy uh, and real life alike. Um, let's start off like we always do. It'll probably be a little bit of a shorter show because we're getting to the tail end. Uh, what did we learn? Like always, what did we learn this week? Uh, I'll start it off. What I learned is that Julio Jones, he is still a force to be reckoned with. And, you know, we sat here last week and the week before and and all year, and and a lot of people in our league have been doubting me, saying, you know, Wes, do you still believe that Julio is better than Antonio? And I I admitted that. I don't think he is this year. Right. And then Julio comes out and says, did you just say that about me? Right. You know, like, holy cow. But – then we fast forward a few weeks, or sorry, a few hours later, and Antonio Brown says, "Hold my beer, watch, watch <laughs> Been me." Been doing this all season long. Yeah. So you know it was a it was a wicked day, wicked day for wide receivers. But like I say, Julio still has it. I don't think he's really lost his touch. I just feel like when you have that Super Bowl hangover, it's a little bit tougher to come back from. So you know, it, it, it's just that. It just maybe took him a little bit longer. I, I don't know if it, that we'll see that type of performance again, but I don't think this year we will. No. Um, yeah. So news from uh, what I kind of learned here is that a quarterback's job is never safe. We see this here, especially with Ooh. the well, the the sob story here yeah. in uh, in New York. New York. Oh man. Eli Manning. Yeah, it was a sad sad press conference. That you know, he always looks dumbfounded, but that one that was a tough one to watch. He was a yeah, little bit it's fun watching a grown man cry. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> oh jeez, yeah, no, it's it's a weird situation in New York. I mean, hey, the Manning the Mannings take their football seriously, and he's been there for a long time. And I think it's just kind of like the passing of a torch. I think I don't know what is going on there. I don't think any other teams will be looking at Eli, but I think it's just. Do you think he ever think plays another situ- snap? Well, I, I don't know. I think this situation was ha- kind of handled a little weird, don't you think? Just like uh, not having, of course, the wide receivers you have. I think other teams would have to give it a knock almost, hey? Well, I, I don't understand what McAdoo's doing there. It's like he's running out of people to throw under the bus. I don't like the the whole benching your quarterback at 3-9 and nine because... What does that say? Like you don't have a guy waiting in the wings. Yeah, like, you, got you know, Gino like, now. It'd be different if if it was like a Jared Goff or you know even a Jimmy G sitting in the wings waiting there to play. But no. when you have a guy like Geno Smith who consistently throws interceptions, you already know what you got. He's probably worse. Yeah, like what what who, who kind of like, and, and actually be being honest right now, uh, who would you rather have, Geno Smith or Eli Manning? Yeah, well, I'd rather have Eli Manning because of the veteran leadership, the fact that he's won a Super Bowl, numerous Super Bowls. Um, yeah, maybe he won them years ago. Right. But at the same, in the same token, like he, he's a, he's been to the dance. He knows what to do, and yeah. you you can count on him in certain situations. I know sometimes he 
likes to throw the interception or what have you. But right. this year he just doesn't have the luck. So, I mean, to throw him under the bus like that and to just basically say, you know what, we're done with you, I don't think that's the right way to go about things, and I don't think that's necessarily the appropriate way to do things. I, I think with a guy with his caliber and his legacy kind of that he has, they should they owe him more to let him finish out the season at least. Yeah, I think that's probably how this situation should have been handled. They should have yeah. like let him finish out the season. Um, yeah, this is probably one of the worst situations I've ever seen. Kind of like yeah, how it's it was kind handled. of really shady because you got to think too with with a guy like. Eli Manning, it's it's different than a you know like I said with than a guy like uh, especially him being replaced or, with a Geno Smith like are you yeah like, like what, what kind of options there? are you really opening up like you're not going to anything better no. it wasn't like you're like okay no. your time's up you know yeah, what I mean or like no, in your situation different. in Minnesota it's not like the Case Keenum and Teddy Bridgewater situation where no, you're like no. okay you had your shot you know like it's time to move on so I, I don't think it's really necessarily the best idea and. <laughs> this team is in the dumps, for right, sure. That's for They're sure. They're in the dumps. Uh, not that much news, but there is, you know, a fair bit amount. There's always a bunch of news. There's in the always a, b- a bunch of news. I want to just start off with how last week went down. There was one big upset that it was just really shocking to me, especially with the f- way that Week One had gone with opening day, the Thursday night game against Kansas City versus the Patriots. We seen a Kansas City team come firing out the gate. 40 points. 40 points. Kareem Hunt had a career day after a f- early fumble. And now we have a Kansas City team that lost to the Buffalo Bills, uh, who who don't know who they know, want at quarterback. They have quarterback yeah. issues themselves. Right. And now they come in and they beat Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City can't seem to score a touchdown. What is wrong with this Chiefs team? I mean, Kareem Hunt is averaging... Uh, he hasn't scored a hundred. He hasn't put over a hundred yards rushing since week five. That's six, seven weeks almost. So I mean, right. like, what is going on with this team? Uh, I'm guessing they must have O line issues. There has to be something like that. I mean, Eric Berry leaving didn't do that big of a. You a know, what? and sometimes they I think still won games before. This is uh, sometimes I think typical Alex Smith, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, and also game planning, right? I think uh, maybe you kind of have uh, time to see the Chiefs, you know, plan for the Korean yeah. hunt, plan for the gadget plays. Like, well, when, for when me, it comes to gadget plays, like, those are, like, especially with the Tyreek kill, you yeah, get those. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. For me, at the beginning of the year, the a few guys I talked to, I told them, they all were so high on Tyreek Hill, and I said, I'm not buying into that that hype this year. Right. He, to me, is the easiest guy to game plan against. He's not a good wide receiver. He's just a gadget player. Um, and I think that Kareem Hunt is kind of the same thing. I think that Charkandrick West is more of a well-rounded running back in these situations that they need. I mean, Kareem Hunt has shown huge, massive upside. He really right. has, but he's only shown that three times this season. The rest of the year, he's shown such a low floor that it's just impossible to get behind him. And I don't know if that's Andy Reid to blame or what, because... Week one, I mean, he he had a month to plan for week one. So he knew that he had the Patriots. He knew how to beat the Patriots. He planned for that for a month. But now week to week, teams plan for him. Teams know how to beat them. They know that they shut down Kareem Hunt. They shut down Tyreek Hill in the passing lanes. They're forced to run the ball. They're going to get shut down three and out every time. So I think they're just an easy offense to read. 
and they may have two really good playmakers, but the same token, those guys aren't playmakers in the aspect that you need to win games. Right. I think they're playmakers in fantasy. Totally. And and different as in they're not number one guys, I would say. Yeah, they and, would be number twos anywhere else. And I like Kareem Hunt. Like, I like um, Alvin Kamara. But that's mm-hmm. a number two guy, not the number one guy. And, I and like, Alvin Kamara, too, like, oh, man people tend to forget like people just flock to these guys and they claim them as these fantasy gods throughout the year uh don't get me wrong Kamara has just exploded but it's just he's a big play master he's yeah. he ran eight times well i'm last just kind of comparing last style oh no for yeah. sure and yeah like I get the that, yeah. a number two on the yeah. team like that's but he's what got I think such a big Hunt. play upside for him right yeah, yeah. like I, I don't and i don't know maybe hunt's a little bit of a smaller of a running back too mm-hmm. maybe he's trying to like uh maybe I, I think this is more of a season where he's getting a little tired but anyways moving on uh james winston is back um yeah james so winston's back here we shoulder. go mike evans um, yeah fire we're, him we're, up, lock we're, and load. we're loving mike evans this week yeah absolutely love mike evans this week uh this this to me i don't know tampa bay is going to be on the outside looking in. Right, yeah, I think they've kind of lost this season, especially yeah. with how tough that division is. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, going through the playoff predictor here and going through the games, I don't think they have a, a shot in the dark here to get to get into the playoffs. Those those NFC teams that are going to make it in are just are too good. They're too far ahead right now. Right. So I don't think they got a shot. And, and to me, I don't know, like... Well, I guess you never know with football, but I, at, at the same token, like you say, it's it's that division. Right. So, uh, also, we got Crabtree uh, getting it in with a, a key to leave here. Oh, These guys again. can't get their hands off of each other. Uh, the funny thing is, Crabtree taped his chain to his helmet so that Aqib <laughs> Talib couldn't rip it off. And Aqib Talib still ripped it off. <laughs> so, it's like they got into the fight about that. And I don't know if you watched the video of it, man, but I... It was hilarious. Crabtree, man... Richard Sherman is right. He is a, a sorry, sorry ass wide, wide receiver TV. because I'm telling you, the way he was running from Talib, he was running like a little boy, like, get away from me. And then he swung like a – it was the craziest thing, man. It, it looked pathetic. And if he ever looks back at that, he's probably like, that doesn't look gangster at all. He right. looked far from it. Sorry. Um, to me, though, this opens up value. How much value does this open up in that Oakland game? Well, it depends who's going to get the ball. And uh, maybe even Jared Cook, uh, surprisingly, the yeah, tight end there. Yeah, he's going to be like high-owned in DraftKings for sure. He's going to be one of the higher-owned players. Right. Um, I like, uh, we were talking about it, we both Cordell. were torn. Yeah, Cordell Patterson or Seth Roberts. So I think both of them will see some some upticks in targets. Should That's be for a, sure. Should be a better matchup. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah, like, uh, other than that, I mean, you got Freeman coming back from a concussion. Uh, yeah, we got Josh Gordon back, coming back as well. Uh, Josh Gordon's going to be active against the Chargers. I'm going to be hyping him a lot in this podcast and this week. He's he's one of the top guys for me. And then you got uh, Mari Cooper as well from that Oakland offense. Game, right, he's sitting He's uh, going to be out because of the concussion protocol. So that to me is uh, that's a big blow to that Oakland playoff hope. But that it's, they have. it's looking pretty juicy as far as DraftKings goes. If you can get that guy oh, yeah. that you don't know, like somebody's got to produce in that offense, and Derek oh, Carr yeah. is going to throw it to somebody. If you can get that guy, you're going to be laughing. I mean, Oakland can can make like they might be able to sneak in there with the playoffs, but the way that it's looking right now with their two top guys missing. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Um, getting to the pick six segment. You weren't here last week, so 
By default, we all almost caught up. I'm one point behind you now. I got 43. Oh, I called the tie last week. Pittsburgh and Green Bay. Uh, Lester did pretty well, as, and he caught. He had four right or six right or something like that. I don't know. But we're all pretty close now, neck and neck. They're coming down to the final weeks. Lester's out, so I guarantee you he will not win. It's between me and you know, because right. he's not well, here right are, now. See, right? you know what? And uh, this will be an interesting week, that's for sure. Make or break. Uh, first game we got on, tar- on tap is the Thursday nighter. Washington goes into Dallas. This game should have meant a lot more than it does right now. At the beginning of the season, people thought this was going to be a huge, huge game Thursday nighter in Week 13. Right. It's turning out to be probably a battle of the basement teams. Mm, These yeah. two teams aren't going to make the playoffs. It's going to be very hard pressed for them to make the playoffs. Who do you think wins this game? Do you I'm think gonna... it's a Do you think it's a snooze fest? No, I I, I think there's actually going to be a good game. Uh, you know what? Um, it's been a, a tough season for the Washington Redskins but Kirk Cousins doesn't ever give up so. oh man that dude is uh <laughs> he's a fantasy monster he's a fantasy gold mine and I want to play him all the time I'm just happy he's playing Thursday night because I don't yeah so you don't have to think about yeah, it yeah I don't want to jump on that guy. nice uh yeah but who I'm playing Washington you got Washington in this game yeah. uh just straight up win uh yeah I'm gonna go for the straight up win here I think uh like uh Dallas hasn't just yeah. been playing I agree uh, I, I have Washington as a straight up win I think the wheels have fallen completely off in that Dallas right. organization without Zeke and here's an interesting question do you think uh that Jerry Jones name and his son do you think that needs to leave Dallas ever or do you think that no? I think Jerry it's just Jones a is a rough almost, spot. Rough spot right now. Yeah, yeah. you know it is. Uh, yeah, I think that he's either day at the end of the day like a uh, kind of an owner, and Jerry Jones goes with Dallas football as much as like I don't know. He's one of the he just he goes hand in hand. With yeah, him. hand in hand with that there. franchise. I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Not not many big plays in this game. I mean. I wasn't. I I didn't like this Thursday night game to begin with, so I didn't play it on a on a DraftKings slate. So, I ha- I have no real hot takes in this game. I just think that Washington comes out. I don't yeah. really think they mop the floor with them, but I think they win the game. Yeah, I think easily. so too. It'll be like a twenty to sixteen. Yeah, or Dak's just gonna get a lot of pressure. Maybe throw a pick to Josh Norman. Uh, yeah. So that. Hey, incredible, actually, how big of a difference having Josh Norman back this year makes on that Washington secondary. Hey? Yeah, I agree. It's just, you know, what went wrong for them is their offense. Right. Their wide receiver core. I mean, you can blame it on their running backs, but every running back that stepped in has done well. Uh, Perrine's right. doing really well right now. Right. Uh, Kelly did well. Thompson did well. So, I mean, it's really based on the fact that Terrell Pryor came over and did Zilch. Yeah, that was actually. And yeah, Jordan brutal. Reed being gone too, man. Jordan yeah, Reed's a huge piece. When you have that kind of type of tight end missing from your offense, it hurts. Because if you look at Kirk Cousins putting up 300 yards with no name receivers, right? Imagine if he had these dudes, he would be. They would be a really dominant team, and they would be rivaling with the the almost unbeatable Philadelphia Eagles at this point. Uh, moving on to our next game, Jimmy Garoppolo is making his starting debut. Came in relief for C.J. Beathard on the weekend. He will make his starter debut at Soldier Field in Chicago. Like it or not, this is going to be a very tough atmosphere to Um, come into, to be a starter. He's got the weight of the world on his shoulders right now. I don't know if he's going to be able to do it. I think he can because, uh, you know, just uh, being kind of... Um, groomed in that Patriots system. Yeah, yeah. I think he's he's got it there. And, you think he's ready to go? Oh yeah. And 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 you look at the week before. Chicago's coming off a big loss against the Eagles, thirty-one to three. 
Um, you know, I think that 49ers are actually, you know, I think that Jimmy Garoppolo is able to throw. He's a... Uh, uh, I'd like to see him in a starting role because I think he can succeed. Uh, I think he's a good quarterback in the NFL, and I think I'm I'm excited for this game actually. You got the Niners in a straight up win? Uh, yes, I got the Niners straight up win. Oh man, see, I, I'm going total opposite. I think Chicago gets it. Um, Chicago's got a really solid pass defense. They have been shutting down a lot of wide receivers, a lot of quarterback combos. Uh, yeah, they've lost along the way, but I mean, they still have some playmakers on defense. I think they come out and rattle. Jimmy G early, mm. get to him early, and then they just keep that lead. Jimmy and Jordan Howard run the clock out. Trubisky, uh, that Chicago offense is starting to click as well. <clears throat> Not click as much as like, oh here we go, but I mean as click and start like, to gel. You know, uh, like yeah, they're starting Trubisky to come together. Starting, uh, yeah, Dontrell Inman is starting to make a, an impact yeah, there. Yeah, you know yeah, Inman has been making plays. So I mean, uh, this they have a bright future ahead of them. Uh, the Trubisky trade-up seems like it was the very best thing they could have done for that well, franchise. Unless they just drafted Deshaun Watson. Well, which, yeah, but yeah. I mean, not everybody's as smart as me to want to just drop yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. that's true. Um, any big guys stand out for you that you'd want to play in fantasy this week out of um, this game? Like, would you take a shot? In Chicago? And, yeah. Uh, Jordan Howard. Yeah, yeah me as well. I, I love Jordan Howard in this um, game. I made that line I showed you before the podcast, and now I actually really want to put Jordan Howard into a lineup because the more I think about it, if they get up early on this team, they're going to run that ball 40 times with Jordan Howard. Right. They're just going to run the hell out of him. And he and he could score two touchdowns still, so uh, he's got huge upside in this one. Uh, the other player is Marquise Goodwin. He could be that flashy player that Jimmy G needs to hit along the top, over the top, to make big plays to get caught up in against Chicago if they go down early. Uh, moving on to your game, Minnesota travels to Atlanta against this now suddenly hot Atlanta Falcons team. Right. Minnesota, you know, they, they, they seem to be that, that team like that can win it all. They got the defense that's championship material, they, 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 and they, they got they. a pretty damn good offense. I think that we have stars at each position except for quarterback. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, you look at our wide receivers. I think that Thielen and and Diggs are stars. I think look at our defense. Yeah, corners, safeties, defensive ends, linebackers, and all stars to me. There's playmakers everywhere. Yeah, Um, this Minnesota team is a team is a great team right now. Uh, I project them to come in second place in this NFC division uh, or conference. I believe that they will win handedly their next few games here. To me, they, uh, you know, you know a tough one though. Hey? Yeah, like I, I wrote down Atlanta just because I feel like Atlanta needs this win to stay in the hunt. Right, especially with the the Saints and yeah. Um, but I think that this, you know, maybe it's just because I want it to do want it to be this week. But I think right. that this week is the week that Atlanta wins, and then the week that Minnesota says, Teddy B, we need you. We need you uh, to come. You know what? I, I think uh, I I believe in what's going on here in the Vikings, yeah. the locking room, and I've kind of been doubting it uh, last few tough matchups. But with I think that uh, that those uh, that uh, defensive line is going to be able to rattle. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be Matty able to Ice get. And stuff. Yeah, it's going to get to Matty Ice, and when you get into Matty Ice's head, it's uh, it's no good. I think this game's going to be a tie, though. I do have Atlanta. As a win, I'm not going to change off of it, but I have them as a tie. You think Minnesota's going to straight up win? I'm going to take my Vikings, yeah. As a straight up win, though? Uh, Yep, straight up win. Uh, Moving on to the next divisional matchup. This one's huge. This is playoff implications all over it. 
Carolina travels to New Orleans. They both need this win more than anything in the world. Carolina, man, they they are a weird team, a very weird team. They lose their number one guy, they yeah. trade him away, and they still are a very solid offense. Yeah, you know what? It's funny because uh, uh, Funchess uh, stepped in pretty well in Kelvin yeah. Benjamin's role. They knew that he was the guy. He, they, they knew that Funches, when needed, when called upon, will make big plays and will be that number one wide receiver that Kelvin Benjamin couldn't be. Right. Because he was the Eddie Lacy of wide receivers today. <laughs> That's what he reminded he me totally of. He totally was. He was a slow, lazy, fat guy. And yeah. I just feel like, you know what? You just go freaking do something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start busting out the, the fat jokes here. Yeah, I like uh, Carolina in this game. I think that they win straight up. I think that... Christian McCaffrey, this is his breakout game. I mean, he's had breakout games, but I think this is his breakout game. This is his seven catch, seven targets, 100 yards, and a touchdown, and then, you know, 70 yards on the ground and another touchdown in the end zone. I think he's going to have a huge day. To me, this is is all Cam Newton's. This is where he shines. Right. Uh, He's thrown five touchdowns, zero interceptions, and 300 yards, I believe, against... New Orleans two years ago in New Orleans. Last year he had three touchdowns in New Orleans. Both of those games were 41-38. to 38. I think that this is going to be a high-scoring game. I'm yeah. all over it. No, I, yeah, I'm all I like Carolina. Do you, do you think that New Orleans, though, can win this game? Uh, yeah, I'm taking the Saints in you this. You are. Uh, See, yeah, just because I think uh, Breeze has got the home advantage. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm gonna, but also it's going to be close, and I'm going to say tie. Oh, you are going to call the tie. Yeah, I'm going to call a tie here. So it was, uh, I I like uh, Carolina, but just because last time it was so high scoring. Yeah, and yeah. And then Cam ended up new, uh, losing. I'm just going to swing the other way. But high scoring and tie. Yeah. Um, close. We were talking about an interesting play. Ted Ginn. That's an interesting play. That's a name to watch out for this well, week. He had 11 targets last yes. week. And you know what? Like, Drew Brees throws in the dome all the time. That is his stadium. Mm-hmm. He gets the perfect spiral there. Um, and and like it or not, as much as I like Christian McCaffrey, they're not running the ball. They're going to be passing the ball a lot and causing, if they are going to be a high-scoring game, it's going to be a fast-paced game t- to no extent. So I feel like this is going to be the game where – they open up the playbook in New Orleans, and it wouldn't be a bad thing to play Drew Brees connections with any of his wide receivers, right? Minus Michael Thomas. Um, yeah, we don't. Um, Michael Thomas. You know what? It's weird. He just hasn't had that big game. No, it he was, was just like a seventy. He was receiver. better when Brandon Cooks was there. Right. Uh, he was. He was better when it wasn't just him. Uh, Cleveland at the Chargers. Game number five for us here. Can Cleveland get their first win no. with the return of Josh Gordon? No. No, yet. you're going Chargers? No, I'm going Chargers here. Um, I want them to, but yeah. this isn't the one. Uh, I, I'm going Cleveland just because I, I got faith in Josh Gordon. He's taking me to the promised land. Yeah, you're taking uh, me to the promised land. You are land. loading up on uh, Josh, uh, Josh Gordon this week. Uh, I've been burned by Gordon for a few yeah. years now. Hesitant. But, very yeah, hesitant. Very hesitant, but I, I hope. I want to believe. Um, I'm believing in him this week. I believe that they got nothing to lose. And the fact that he made it past the first practice, <laughs> that shows me that he's still there. He yeah, wouldn't, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't know if he wasn't ready. You know what I mean? Like if he, he, if he showed any signs of weakness, if he showed any signs of, uh, maybe he regressed a bit, you know, in the last few years, I don't feel like they put him out there. Maybe though, 
comparing him to what they have, yeah, was they it, think well, that the he didn't regress. Number one wide receiver in the league is yeah. what he was. So. You know, maybe he's regressed from being the number one, but maybe not as much as the number one in Cleveland, seeing that they don't really have much there mm, no. to compare him to. Um, I'm going with him all the way. I'm still debating on whether I want to put him in my high stakes league. That's going to come down right to the last day, I guarantee you. But man, he looks like. Uh, he looks like a gem out there. Yeah. Deshaun Kaiser and him were hitting, man. They were just hitting on every pass. Man, he looked go. good. He looked awesome. good. Uh, I'm picking Cleveland a straight-up win in this game. I think they <sighs> shot the freaking world this week. Win their first win. Wes, you're making me want to audible here and switch. And... I mean, Phillip Rivers isn't the best quarterback. Yeah, he's had two big weeks. But, I mean, when is the Philip Rivers that we're used to going to be here where he implodes right. like he always does year after year after year? He implodes at this time of the year. And what better team than to Cleveland? When who, Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon's coming back. That team's young. He's going to bring fire. He's yeah. bringing fire oh, to that team, sure. man. Oh, Oh, I hope so. Anyways. Oh man, I, you know what? You're almost making me want to. Yeah, sure, I'm gonna stay with the Chargers. Stay but with like, I uh, don't be surprised. Just to, yeah, don't be surprised yeah. here. I could see the Browns getting that that one win of the season here. Um, this is the <laughs> week I feel like I might play the twenty entry max three dollar contest there right. because I want to make a bunch of stacks with. I want to make a Josh Gordon stack. I want to make a Drew Brees stack. I want you know what I got. I want yeah, to make a bunch you, of these stacks. You, you with have the a few uh, game strips, uh, game scripts in your mind that yeah, we can that, um, that definitely we, find some nice. Yeah, points. that there's some nice, nice combinations for sure. Uh, the last game on the six pack, the dreaded Giants that we've been talking about with no. now Geno Smith at the helm, travel into Oakland to play Oakland with no star wide receivers um with their number one wide receiver being do 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 do, do seth roberts like mm. like who is gonna win this game this is like man well not too many points will be scored that's for sure no i got the giants in this game i think it's gonna be a tie but i like the giants because i feel like their defense is scared the defense is thinking, ah, man, maybe we got to play. And it's a tough defense, too. You know? Yeah, they, they're just, uh, $200 million defense. This team was supposed to be one of the better teams in the NFL this year. Yeah. They're supposed to be one of the best teams in their division, and they are one of the worst teams in the NFL this year and the worst team in their division. So for me, I feel like things got to turn around quick for these players to have a job next season. Maybe they don't want to play there, so it doesn't make does wouldn't shock me if they go and lose out the rest of these games. Right, I think the defense is going to hold them in this game, but I'm going to go Oakland here. I think Derek Carr brings the presence and just being at Oakland, even yeah, without okay. any star power. There. Oh yeah, I, I think, think who like who is he? I guess it's just this is the week that you play those value picks. Right, man, well, it, we'll it's going to be easy to like. For most people, it will be very easy to make a line with two stud plays like. Don't be surprised if Julio Jones and Alvin Kamara are on a lot of lines this week because, and they're both top price price players, but because you can get these Seth Roberts and Cordell Pattersons and Jared Cooks in for very cheap and right. be be comfortable about it, like to to know that one of those guys is going to get seven to eight targets, right? And <clears> then, then you can put in Julio Jones because Marshawn Lynch isn't going to carry. 27 times. No. He, and Jalen Richard's not coming in. Like, this game script is very easy to call. Right. You know that Derek Carr's going to have to throw the ball 30 times. Who's he throwing 30 times to? 
You know, you only have three guys to throw the ball to right now. So unless it's some random dude on the depth chart that's uh, going to come out and shock the world at 3K, I think you got to put all your chips into. You just got to take that stand on either Cordell Patterson or Seth Roberts. Right. If you I, had well, a, you got to put in. A, uh, yeah, I think you got to put in one or two lines with those guys. That's for sure. Are you playing? Are you are you able to play both? No, I don't. I don't think I no. trust Derek Carr to have that many yards with those no. two. And you don't know who. Like, I, I personally like um, Jared, uh, Jared Cook. I think he might get some targets as opposed for to sure. their wide receivers. Right. I think they're going to be very chalky wide receivers, <sighs> and they have really low floors. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're going to get a lot of targets, but they could still only see three, four catches for forty yards I right. mean, and zero touchdowns. To me, eight points, nine points, you ain't going to win anything on that game. No. Uh, so that game is going to be interesting to see. I'm going to keep an eye on that game. I'm going to do a lot of digging into Derek Carr to see if he can put up some yards and some touchdowns because I've been I've been on that train for so long, but it makes me happy that I don't really have to necessarily be on this train right now because I know it's burning, man. Oh yeah, it's coming off the tracks that Oakland train. Uh, moving on to DraftKings, let's talk some DraftKings. Definitely, let's do our four here. We got our bargain bin, our guaranteed production, X Factor, and our heavy fade. Let's start with the bargain bin player. Who's your bargain bin? I'm going to go with Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G. Uh, yeah, just uh, coming in, walking in the first um, first uh, game here. I, I, I just like the matchup a lot. I yeah. think that Chicago's secondary is kind of vulnerable, and he might be able to put up some points for the price number. Um, and I also like O.J. Howard. He's just uh, And he's also low-owned. Yeah, $2,800 to me. Um, tight end. I, I never like to pay up. Like, I, right. yeah, if I pay up, I pay up for Gronk. But, I mean, maybe this week I can see Gronk going going ham. But at the same time, I never really like to pay up for, for a tight end because you can get these value picks at 28, 30, right, you know, exactly. 3K, and 31. Uh, there's not really many high-priced tight ends that you're like, oh, I got to pay it every week. Right. Like and, last season you could. And I kind of like uh, OJ this week just because Jameis Winston is back. So yeah. you might just want to, like, I don't know, they might be uh, changing the game strip there. Uh, I would be really like I'd be really elated to see OJ Howard come out and be the number one guy there. No offense to Cameron Brate, I just like OJ Howard a lot better. Um, my bargain bin player is Will Fuller at forty three hundred dollars. Three weeks ago, Will Fuller was one of the highest priced players on the board. Everybody was on him. Everybody wanted to play him. This week, he is forty three hundred. Um, to me, that's that's his about a big of a bargain as going to Walmart and getting a pair of underwear for 99 cents that was supposed to be 10 bucks. Like this right, is yeah, this is a uh, crazy deal, my friend. Well, how much more of a deal can you get on a player like this? Now, now mind you, he may not be healthy, but I still feel like he plays this game. Houston kind of has a shot at the um, playoffs. I think uh what I like about this is just that um Hopkins is hurt, so uh, definitely see him maybe get a, uh, an uptick in targets, at least a couple more, that's for sure. Yeah, I like this Houston offense this week. Uh, <clears throat> not enough to jump on Tom Savage, but enough to like their their target plays, their skill plays. Another guy I have is T.Y. Hilton, who again, $4,800. Yeah, that's uh, super uh, cheap. He used to be you know, 6 k and people are jumping off this indie bandwagon they don't like this play they don't like Brissett. they don't like ty i like doyle. I, I love ty i love doyle i like this price point for ty hilton i feel like this is this is a perfect price to play him at he'll smash value easily no, i know he's a... playing jacksonville i get that i right. get that he's playing one of the top 
Ramsey. if not the top cornerback in the league. But I mean, we played Hopkins against this guy last. Right. You know, we played Hopkins, and and he did well. He had 18 DraftKings points. They targeted him the entire game. Um, to me, I feel like you have to. Or sorry, that was Arizona, not not uh, Ramsey. But still, same same difference. It was Pearson. Right, we targeted right. one of the best cornerbacks. Um, I I just don't think that T.Y. Hilton's going to go this long without a big, big right. day. He hasn't had a game in you a know? while like, now. He's like Larry so. Fitzgerald. He's that kind of guy that every four weeks he's going to have this huge day. Yeah, he's, he's definitely due, that's points. for sure. And I like his price point. Uh, guaranteed production player. Um, I'm going to go with Cam Newton. Yeah. Uh, we uh, we kind of talked a little bit about the Saints game um, and highlighted it. Yeah, I like Cam Newton. Um, he's he's pretty well priced as well uh, this week, and he's he's almost as guaranteed as you can get next to Tom Brady. Uh, he's going to put up the points, and he can get them on his feet as well. So he's not scared to run in a touchdown and right. get the extra two on top of the four he would have gotten if he passed it. Um, mine goes hand-in-hand with yours. I got Christian McCaffrey. $7,200. Everybody's going to be trying to get that Todd Gurley, Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram. I think the pivot to McCaffrey here is very smart, and it's going to be a sharp play. Uh, the other one I got is Mike Evans. We talked about Jameis Winston coming back. Mike Evans is $7,100. As soon as I looked at this slate, I put Mike Evans down right away. I won't start a line without him this week. Right, and uh, especially <laughs> with the McCaffrey pick, uh, Funchess being a little yeah, bit that's uh, hurt too, yeah. I like this pick. And, you know, I think this is uh, the Cam Newton and um, Christian McCaffrey. This is just because we're expecting this game to be a blowout. So Yeah, and I, hope, I really do think it will be. Uh, I was skeptical about this Rams-Saints game. Lester was all over it. said it was going to be the highest scoring game of the year. I just was a little skeptical about it, but this game I can totally see being like that. Uh, X-Factor pick. I got the Giants defense, $2,500. This can make or break you. They'll come in at probably 2% owned in a, and even lower in most single-entry contests. At $2,500 saves you a lot of money, and they have a huge upside when they're playing Seth Roberts and Cordell Patterson. Right. They can easily read those coverages. Dominique rogers Cromartie can easily run back something. Uh, Eli Apple maybe can come out and have one of these breakout games. To me, this is this is all Giants defense written all over this game. I yeah. want everything to do with this team. Yeah, you know what? Um, you're, lately, you've seen Oakland been uh, struggling to put up points. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think this is just a game. Yeah, I guess you see uh, the Giants lose... Uh, Manning, but um, yeah, I think that like they they're they're not going to be falling apart, especially on defense, because that defense is a little bit tough. I, I think the offense won't be as tight it knit as it usually is in <laughs> Oakland because you're you're missing number one and number two guy there. But it will be like because the smart play would be to play the Oakland defense, right? Because you're going against Geno Smith, but to pivot over to the Giants defense because the Giants defense is going to be on the field a lot of the time. Because right. if Geno Smith is playing bad, he's going to go a lot of three and outs. That defense is going to be playing a lot. They're going to have to make plays. And that's why I think they're going to come out, make interception plays, right. make sacks, and get those big points that you need to keep that defense going. Definitely uh, creating a couple of turnovers. And, and also, you wouldn't, you're wouldn't you not scared about uh, the Giants going off. You're not scared no. about no. Um, Geno Smith throwing three touchdowns. Yeah. So Well, yeah. and, and, if, and if I'm praying and my praying is coming true and Josh Gordon does have that huge three touchdown game or whatever I feel like he's going to have yeah. then I do feel like you know this salary saver with the Giants I only need 7 to 10 points from them 
And you see it in melee maker lineups all the time where the defense only scores you 6 to 10 points. Right. I feel like the Giants can easily get that point, plus maybe even a bit more with the touchdown return for, you know, who knows. Um, who is your X-Factor player? Um, I'm going also with uh, Ted Jin. Ooh, yeah. Uh, We've uh, been loving him uh, in um, the Saints there. Uh, like this. Uh, I, I, re- I love that price, and I just think... With eleven targets last week, you know we were, we already talked about it. Like, yeah, he's uh he's in the they're in the dome. It's yeah. gonna be high scoring. Oh, yeah. like, just watch. Uh, it explains itself. Yeah, and yeah. and he is a total X factor. He can make or break. I don't know how how heavily owned he will be. Uh, I'll just check up right here right now because to me, I would assume that he would be, you know, one of the higher owned players of the week. But, but with the way that the NFL has been going, people will probably be all over Michael Thomas. See, Seth Roberts is already one of the highest owned players. Right. Josh Gordon, 7.5%. Michael Thomas. Yeah, so Ted Ginn at 5%. I mean, people won't be as heavily on Yeah, that's him. not as chalky. Uh, it's uh, definitely a value. Uh, somebody you might want to consider putting into a, one of your lineups for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, interesting player I see here at 5%. Two interesting players. We kind of spoke about them. Diggs and Thielen. Mm. To get those two at 5%, those guys can easily hit 40-point plateaus. That makes One me think. One of them could, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, it would be tough in Atlanta, but y- y- you know what? But uh, in the they, dome. They've been, been, they've been producing. Yeah, you're right. And it is in a dome, so that's a nice... Uh, and they throw in a dome, too, and Vikings. Hey, you know what? Those two guys could be a yeah, good player. Yeah, I'm going to be keeping an eye on them. I wrote that down for sure. I'm not going to miss out on that. Uh, heavy fades. Um, this week, I know I fade them every week, but I'm going to fade them again because that hype train, man, I missed the train uh, when it came to my station a few weeks ago, and the price of the ticket is way too high to get on this train. So I'm watching everybody party on it. Have fun. <laughs> Hopefully it crashes, but it won't. I don't think it ever will. But I'm fading him because 8,400 is too much for me. It is Alvin Kamara. I just think eight touches a game, man. And, yeah, he's seeing the targets and the receptions. But eight targets and you're running as a running back. Ah, you know, we, he's been doing it for four it. or five weeks uh, now. but um, Everybody's you know, due for regression. I, I, yeah, for regression. Uh, I think this would be one of the weeks that you, you could see that, especially with the big plays he had last week. But um, I don't know. It's, uh, it's and, a little bit know. biased for me, but I, I, I do think – I. The more I talk myself into it, the more I can see the merit behind it. Yeah, and it, well, here's the thing too. The price point now is, uh, is 84. 8400 um now you're getting so to lay beyond bell numbers yeah i, I don't like I, I not not in this game i wouldn't expect the, that this the would usage be. isn't there right like he yeah he has big big plays but yeah not for me and the other guy is julio um just because he had a big week or yeah the big week scares me but i mean up against the vikings there because vikings defense is pretty solid they're pretty stout uh i understand that you know that's how they roll but i mean I don't. I just can't see the same type of production at eighty six hundred dollars. If he was seventy six, I'd play him. But I mean, eighty six, like I ain't seeing thirty points from him. Right. I mean, he probably cracks a hundred yards, but he might not even get a touchdown again. Right. He probably scored the rest of the touchdowns he'll get all year. You know, he's not that type of player. We talked about it. Uh, I we missed out on it. We were wrong last week. But I mean, well, we weren't even wrong. I knew the game would come. Lester right. was touting it all freaking week, saying Julio's day is coming. His day is coming, man. Right. So it's just he just wasn't he wasn't yes, banging sir. that drum loud enough for me, and I blame him for not playing it. No, I'm just kidding. It wasn't his fault. Um, 
Do you got anybody you would fade for sure? Yeah, I'm fading Hunt. Uh, the, the, the production hasn't been there in a yeah. while, so I'm just kind of staying away from that. Also, Coleman, he's uh, his price is seven thousand. Wow. Also, Freeman is coming back. So, yeah, yeah, Freeman at fifty seven hundred dollars too. So I mean, they split too many carries there. Yeah, exactly. There. So that's just the thing. He's coming back. He's splitting, and his price is extremely expensive. All right. Uh, so uh, bubble teams. Bubble teams. Let's do some bubble teams here. Um, AFC is a little bit closer than the NFC. Like I say, the NFC seems like it's going to be a runaway. This AFC, though, uh, the Ravens are sitting pretty right now. My Ravens are sitting nice. Their defense is looking freaking amazing right now. It definitely got the, the pieces there. And uh, Kansas City, 6-5. and five. They hold the last spot as well. Tied with the Ravens, 6-5. and five. And the Bills, 6-5 and five as well. On the outside, looking in, followed by the Raiders, Chargers, Bengals at 5-6. and six. Do you think any of these teams come in and take out the Ravens and the Chiefs? Um, uh, I might, uh, the, the Raiders, maybe? Yeah, see, I have the, like, I don't know, I, I can't, I can't envision the Raiders doing yeah. anything now without those players. Yeah, no, definitely losing, um, Cooper and Crabtree was a big blow, mm-hmm. but... I don't know, that Chiefs defense, I think, could still hang in. I think that offense maybe finds a way to yeah. uh, learn how to score some points. So I, I do like the Chiefs. I like your picks here, to be honest, Wes. I don't want yeah, uh, to pivot too hard from them. Yeah, I have the Chiefs there. I think the Chiefs go, they win uh, most of their games. I got them going to 10-6, and six, uh, so they'll lose one more. And then I have Baltimore finishing at 10-6. and six. got an easy schedule. I, th- I think they lose against Pittsburgh. But, I mean, the Bengals, the Browns, the Lions, those are easy wins for me. Uh, Tennessee, I think, is the team that sneaks in at the end here. 9-7 and seven record. Uh, Mariota, he's got a lot to prove. And if this week is – this is his week. If he doesn't come out and do something this week and, and win this game, I think they play – yeah, they play Houston, and they're at home. So if they don't win this game, man, I just – it's game over. For those Titans, but but this is it. This is this is their run they can make with no with no Deshaun Watson now in Houston. The light at that tunnel is there for them. Right. I like but, the Titans. Uh, I like the Titans, but I got the Chiefs there at number four. So so I just think that the Chargers they always they always collapse. They're yeah, always, they're, they're always they're, you're thinking they're going to collapse this week against the Browns. And then yeah, I feel so. like they collapse every year anyways, and they'll collapse as the as the weeks progress. And then the Bengals just don't have a team anyways that I feel like that can match. Uh, on the NFC, I think that Seattle gets that last spot. Carolina gets a spot. And Atlanta misses out. The Saints get a spot. And the Rams get a spot. Uh, do you think that the Falcons can unseat the Carolina Panthers? They gotta that, go on a tear. They gotta go on a tear right now. Well, I don't think it's gonna start against the Vikings, so I would say I want to say no to be honest, just because uh, it's gonna be tough right off. Because the then they go. play the Saints next week. Yeah, and the, so yeah, just back to back. Do you think blood, they beat I the think, Saints next week? Oh, I think they lose one of those games. They, yeah, they definitely well, they'll, lose. One they of could those lose games. both. Right. So I feel like they lose to. They lose both of those games. And then they play Tampa Bay, so they'll beat Tampa Bay and Tampa Bay. And then they play the Saints again in New Orleans. Yeah, so that's pretty tough there. Um, but the Saints will have already had a spot locked up by then. So maybe the Falcons get that win. 
and then week 17 they play Carolina and Carolina may have a spot already locked up so Atlanta wins that oh see then it three would come teams. down to the last week three teams from one division make the so it well if Atlanta wins so if Atlanta loses this week against Minnesota they beat and they lose New Orleans and then they win Tampa win New Orleans they'd have to beat Carolina winner of that would make the playoffs so this division man this division's gonna come down to the last yeah, week this division's always been fun uh, I can't I can't season. wait for these last few weeks in that division yep. uh, moving on starter sits. This is the last week before playoffs in fantasy football. If you're not in, you're not making it. You're not winning your Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's, it's too bad. So we have four players here. We'll start with Adam Thielen. You start or sit in this week? Uh, against Trufant, I, I just I don't like this matchup, actually. Like, I, no. uh, I'm for not in a year-long fantasy. Not not in this one, no. No, uh, in, a, it's in weird. a daily fantasy, though, you take a shot at him. Um, I would Depends think about him lines. in the lineup. Yeah, yeah. like, I, I like that uh, st- uh, that Diggs-Thielen uh, matchup there. Um, but um, I don't know. I just don't like the upside. No, like I, uh, well, I, I don't know. I think, I think I could see him as a flex, but I, I don't, don't expect the big numbers. Yeah, it depends. It depends, I guess, who I have on the bench. But uh, if it comes down to starting, uh, I think I'm sitting him for somebody else. Right, taking that shot. Uh, the other guy I got is Carson Wentz. Um, Up against Seattle, uh, in yeah. Seattle. Uh, I'm sitting him. Uh, if I have to make or break, and I got even a Marcus Mariota, or. Uh, you know, Jacoby Brissett even. Anybody on that other side, I'm going to take those guys as opposed to Carson Wentz just because they're going to play in Seattle against a stout defensive team. Uh, do you start or sit Carson Wentz? You're going to ride with him, eh? Yeah, say I, I'm saying, like, you know what? Yeah, Carson Wentz has been so phenomenal this season. Yeah. It's kind of like a ride or die. And you know what? That... Um, that uh, Seattle defense was kind of struggling against the 49ers yeah. last week. And, uh, They're missing a lot of big players. So exactly. I can see so it. I, I think see that, it. Uh, yeah, you got to watch out for weather, though. Um, That's true. That's true. Um, Keep your eye on the weather. Yeah, uh, but I, I do like Wentz still. I think Seattle is a is an interesting play in tournaments for their defense, for sure. Uh, I, could, I could probably look at playing one of them. Um, Tom Brady. Sore Achilles sat out of practice. He most likely play, but if a game gets ugly and he's, he's taking a lot of big hits, don't be surprised if he takes a seat. Um, if you need this playoff win, are you starting terrific, Tom, or are you looking for other options? I, I think uh, you gotta you, ah, like yeah, I, I, I don't want to roll away from Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'd be a little more concerned. But well, I'm, I'm sticking with the, I think you're sticking with terrific, Tom. Belichick doesn't care about people's fantasies football no. teams and he might get wind that it's people's last shot to get in the playoffs and say you know what screw everybody I'm sitting top for the second half I don't want to lose my quarterback to the Buffalo Bills here you know maybe they establish a quick lead a lot of the run game this this screams to me this game screams the game script screams Tom Brady 180 yards one touchdown and their running backs get three touchdowns yeah, yeah. and run the ball 40 times split yeah. between the three of them uh, I can't see them trying to run the score up against a team that doesn't really have anything to do with their playoff implications, and they're they already have their playoff road ahead of them. They they right. they know it's against Pittsburgh, so this game to me, man, I feel like it's just like they're not going to hurt Tom Brady. Like this, if they lose Tom, they lose their playoff hopes. So they're not going to try to ruin anything. I think he's a 
you know, going back, I think he could be a heavy fade as well this week. Right. Uh, not not as excited, but I do think he can at least like I, I like his floor. His floor uh, is nice. His yeah, so nice. I wouldn't roll away from him too hard. Depends who you can snag. Right. Depends who exactly. you can snag. Uh, and the last one we have here, Kareem Hunt. You already said you were going to sit him. You think you're going to fade him. In a year-long league, though, because there's going to be scarce options in the running back categories, would you sit Kareem Hunt for, Ooh. say, a Perrine? See, I'd I'd, I'd I'd consider starting a Perrine over Kareem Hunt. I'm 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 really worried about if you if you got Hunt. Yeah, yeah. Um, this might be one of the weeks where if you're desperate, you know what? Maybe you do gotta put him in and yeah, yeah. hope that he does give you that seven point floor. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm I'm worried if you have a better option than Hunt, I'd, I'd definitely be putting him in. Like I know a buddy of mine, he's got. He can choose between Hunt and a couple other players. I think he's got uh, Leishon McCoy, and I think he has Le'Veon Bell. So, obviously, mm. I'd probably go those two guys over Hunt. Yeah, that seems like a pretty stacked running back core, though. I mean, if Yeah, he's pretty lucky. If you had somebody like, you know, uh, Perrine, uh, Kareem Hunt, and you, you scooped up a guy like uh, Lamar Miller, right. you know what I mean? And you, you're like, do I take that third spot, or do I just keep these two guys and then put Kareem Hunt on the bench? For me, I would I would, I would would roll with him. If I have him in my year long, it, this is it. It's like when I, paid, when I paid the 75 the uh, day Hopkins, one. like this is it, man. I'm, I'm taking and I'm making a break in with Kareem Hunt, like – this is it. Like he, he has to take me to the promised land, and if he doesn't, then screw him. Right. It's like last year I did it with Todd Gurley. I, I rode him every week, and I knew it was going to be bad, but I just took it and bore, bear down and just took the, the right. Of the There's loss. nothing else you can do. There is nothing else you can do. So that's what I got. I, I would play him in my year long. Um, finally, we got our bold predictions. Uh, we were way off last week. Way off. Way off. Uh, <laughs> just was a really bad week. Was my was just horrible, man. Uh, I had a wicked line. I played I played Fournette and Kareem Hunt on the same line, and they didn't even combine for 10 fantasy points. That is Ooh, horrendous. Two running it. backs over 8,000 on DraftKings, so they don't even get over seven fantasy points. Yeah, I think it was eight combined fantasy points. Uh, this week I got a bold prediction. Cleveland will win their first game, but the thing that goes hand-in-hand, hand, Josh Gordon will outscore Melvin Gordon Ooh. in DraftKings points. And I will be playing both of them on a lineup. So hopefully they both have crazy points. But. Uh, that is uh, definitely a uh, play on words there for uh, the players. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go uh, the Patriot, uh, ex-Patriot here, 49er, Jimmy Garoppolo. Ooh, Jimmy G. He pulls out his best Tom Brady and gives us 300 yards, three touchdowns against the Chicago Bears. Nice. In Soldier Field. That will be a story for everybody to watch. That's right. for sure. Uh, like I say, that that stadium is quite the stadium to play in too. So I mean, he he's gonna he's gonna have to beat history. Not only that team. Um, thanks for tuning in. Like always, uh, if you want to hit us up on social media, we're on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud. Uh, we'll get our videos rolling. Hopefully for the playoff time, we'll get some some playoff videos here, some playoff predictions. Put them up on YouTube. Get our our hits out there. Um, didn't do as well on DraftKings last week, but this week we'll have some pretty golden picks. Going to be working hard on those, so make sure you check us out. Uh, good luck in your contests, and we'll check you next check time. Check you out, and thank you for tuning in to Inside the Booth. Yeah.